This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Osea. This Mother's Day, treat mom to Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Over the years here on Out Latino, we have explored the connection between music and the political reality for Latinos around the globe. From rock musicians risking their lives to play their music in Argentina, to Brazilian Tropicalia challenging an oppressive government with biting lyrics in the 1960s, Musicians from across Latin America have taken their music to the streets and beyond to speak truth to power. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. This week, we decided to go into the Alt Latino archive and look back at our coverage of Latin protest music. First, a 2018 conversation with David Garza, a musician out of Texas who used music to protest immigration policy. Then we'll hear from Puerto Rican rapper Residente, just days after the release of a song in 2019 to advocate for a change in government on the island. And finally, a special look at Patria y Vida, the Cuban protest anthem that not only took the 2021 Latin Grammys by storm, but also reverberated on the island. Up first, a look back to the spring of 2018, when the Trump administration implemented what they called a zero-tolerance immigration policy, which called for the separation of children and infants from their parents as they crossed into the U.S. from Mexico. As you can imagine, this was controversial to say the least. In fact, it moved many musicians to channel their disgust at what they saw as the inhumanity of this policy through music. In a show we called Protesting Trump's Immigration Policy Through Song from July 2018, I talked to Texas musician David Garza, who had produced a moving video shot on the U.S.-Mexico border. Here is some of that conversation. One of the facilities being used to temporarily house the separated parents and children is in Tornillo, Texas, which sits right in between Interstate 10 and the Mexican border, just about 35 miles east of El Paso. Tornillo is also the home of a recording studio called The Sonic Ranch, and it's a favorite of many Texas-based musicians, including David Garza. He was at The Sonic Ranch working on some recordings when a spontaneous demonstration at the holding facility quickly became part of the national dialogue and national news coverage. He says he grabbed a guitar and headed out to join the folks protesting. You know, I, I was strangely the only musician out there with all the other people. I thought there would be more. I mean, there was just hundreds of people, eventually thousands of people, and one guitar, and it was an honor, actually, to really represent music like that. You know, people wanted to hear everything from, you know, like the classics, No Nos Moveran, De Colores, which is, you know, back in the Cesar Chavez days in the 70s, to, uh, you know, Tom Petty, Won't Back Down, and uh, Yo Soy Chicano, it's another great 70s-era fight song, and um, people wanted to hear just songs that made them feel feel like they're part of the, of the fight, you know. Immediately after that experience, David Garza says he was moved to record a song right on the border. Standing back-to-back back with vocalist Paulina Reza from the band The Chamanas, Garza is standing in the U.S. and Reza on the Mexican side. And they chose to sing the song Besame Mucho, which is known as a popular romantic bolero, but the lyrics of the chorus take on a haunting new meaning in the context of family separations. They say, kiss me, 
Kiss Me Many Times, as if this is our last night together. This is David Garza and Paulina Ressa from the video they recorded on the border, which you can see on our website at npr.org slash altlatino. I'm here in Tornillo, Texas, to offer up a song and prayer to all the families separated by the wall. Estoy aquí en Guadalupe, en donde muchas familias han sido separadas por un muro. Enviamos nuestras oraciones. Ooh. 
You are listening to a special edition of Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras, and this week we are checking in with musicians who use their art to protest. That was David Garza from 2018 talking about the power of the protest song. You are listening to Alt Latino, and this week we're going back into the archives to talk about protest music that we've covered. You can look for the shows we referenced this week by going to the NPR Music website to browse that archive, or you can search for the shows wherever you get your podcasts. Up next, we'll go back to my 2019 interview with notable Puerto Rican rapper Residente about a song he recorded with Ile and Bad Bunny entitled Afilando Los Cuchillos, which was written as a call for the removal of Puerto Rican Governor Ricardo Rosselló. It was a very intense moment in Puerto Rican history as tens of thousands marched in the streets demanding a change in their government. Afilando Los Cochillos was a fiery call to arms that was produced virtually overnight and distributed on YouTube, so it went right to the people on the streets and became a battle cry for change. I put this show together within days of that release as the protest and the song were resonating in the streets. Here's my interview with Residente from that dramatic summer. Puerto Rico is facing an unprecedented political crisis as its embattled governor finally committed to leaving office after almost two weeks of protest by hundreds of thousands of Puerto Ricans demanding that he do so and as soon as possible. The protesters, the politics, and now the uncertain future are the result of a complicated history. But what is very clear is that Governor Ricardo Rosselló's initial defiance to calls that he leave office before his term is complete triggered the largest demonstrations the island has ever seen. And for a couple of days last week, some of those leading the protest and demonstrations were musicians, very well-known musicians. Ricky Martin was there, and so was rapper Residente from Calle 13, his younger sister known as Ile, and the very popular Latin trap artist known as Bad Bunny, whose real name is Benito Martinez. As the protest started to build, on July 17th, Residente, Bad Bunny, and Ile released a track called Afilando Los Cuchillos, a politically charged protest song that was essentially the soundtrack to a social movement in real time. It's a searing indictment of Governor Rosselló, written by Residente, Bad Bunny, and Ile, and produced by Puerto Rican DJ Truco. It was recorded and mixed within 12 hours and distributed for free on YouTube on Wednesday morning, July 17th, just as the number of people demonstrating starting to climb. It's entirely in Spanish, so I'll translate some of the lyrics after we hear it. Llegó la hora de un combo de miles en motora patrullando las 24 horas boricua de cora con el puño arriba a la conquista no nos va a meter las cabras un pendejo de marista según este compadre mi mai junto con todas las mujeres son igual de put que su madre tú no eres hijo del cañaveral escoria tú eres hijo del cap más corrupto de la historia disculpen mis expresiones pero al igual que Ricky estoy liberando las tensiones le doy fuego a la fortaleza como se supone y al otro día voy a la iglesia para que me perdonen mejor no quieras probar de que estamos hechos aquí en el monte heredamos el mismo 
pecho tus disculpas se ahogan con el agua de la lluvia en las casas que todavía no tienen techo tú no heredaste pecho tú heredaste un patrimonio y a ti por la noche te persiguen los demonios la familia que mataste destruiste un matrimonio esto va por Lilian y su hijo Juan Antonio esto va para que despierte esto va por las 4645 muertes la hipocresía del país en general tirar piedra en Venezuela está bien pero en Puerto Rico está mal esto va para los artistas internacionales y las banderitas de Puerto Rico en las redes sociales ninguno de nosotros los supuestos bandoleros está acusado de fraude robo lavado de dinero con todo lo que han robado estos politiqueros pintamos las paredes del Caribe entero y aunque esto no le caiga bien a la gente para decírtelo en un chat para eso lo digo de frente se tiran a los caseríos a los puntos de droga le rompen las casas y por ellos nadie aboga nosotros hacemos lo mismo sin delicadeza estos criminales le hacemos una redada en fortaleza si el pueblo entero quiere que te vayas cara dura y tú te quedas entonces estamos en dictadura solo te apoya tu esposa la exmodelo la que piensa que 100 años de soledad la escribió coelho y así son los pocos que te siguen brutos pero tranqui afilar navaja toma un minuto somos el rugido de la bandera de puerto Rico con todos sus tejidos exigiendo tu renuncia para que nadie salga herido todo el mundo unido no importa el color de tu partido esto salió temprano para que te lo desayunes la furia es el único partido que nos une Se cansó de tu mentir y de que manipulen las noticias. Ey, ey, todos los combos, los caseríos, somos nuestra milicia. Ya no nos coges de pendejo. Eres un corrupto que de corrupto coges consejo. Arranca para el carajo y vete lejos. Y denle la bienvenida a la generación de yo no me dejo. Y quizás tú en tu grupo, como yo en el mío, pero yo no tengo fondo público escondido. De la muerte de los puertorriqueños, yo no me río. PR está encabronado, Ricky está. Yo es un incompetente, homofóbico, embustero, delincuente. A ti nadie te quiere, ni tu propia gente. Vamos a prender en fuego a tu gabinete. Los títeres guardan las cortes y sacan los machetes. La cuna de la cría con el boricua nadie se mete. Todas las paredes dicen Ricky Vete. Hey. Y no es vandalismo, vandalismo. Es que nos tiremos nosotros mismos por defender a los que nos llevaron al abismo. Vandalismo es que siempre voten por lo mismo y... Se roben todos los chavos de educación Mientras cierran escuela y los niños no tienen salón Ey, es hora de sacar la rata Que se vaya Ricky, que se vaya el otro, que se vaya Tata Y no se trata de hablar malo en las conversaciones Malo hablo yo en mi casa y en todas mis canciones Se trata de que la han mentido el pueblo con cojones De que escondiste la muerte con ti los vagones Y te burlaste de nosotros con otros cap Existe que el país entero sin cojones Manipulación, corrupción, conspiraciones Ricky renuncia y tu mente te perdone yo no yo no
lo mio. Okay, here are some sample lyrics from Residente. He says, if the entire country wants you to leave and you stay, then it's a dictatorship. He also says, Fury is the only political party that unites us. And now some lyrics from Bad Bunny. He says, all I want is the continents to find out that Ricardo Rosselló is an incompetent, homophobic, liar, and crook. Nobody loves you, not even your own people. He also says, manipulation, corruption, conspiracy, Ricky. Quit and let your mom forgive you. Residente, or René Pérez Oglar, is no stranger to strong political statements in music. Calle 13 was a critical and popular success based largely on the strength of Residente's very socially conscious lyrics that take on any number of social ills plaguing Latin America, set to music composed by his brother Eduardo Cabra, while younger sister Ileana Cabra Oglar also sang some of the lyrics. I spoke with Residente by phone from San Juan hours before Rosselló announced his departure. Here's part of that conversation. We didn't think about it too much, you know. And that, the cool thing about the song, because it was like a really honest expression, you know, very spontaneous. And we were feeling so mad. So uh, I talked to, with Benito. And I, he was in Spain. I was in New York. I told him, man, let's do a song. We have a chat together, like with my brother and Benito, and and we were chatting, and and he said like, uh, it would be cool if we have, have like a, like a woman voice. And I was of course, and he was thinking about Ile, and I was like, of course, I really like when other people suggest my sister instead of me suggesting my sister, you know, uh, because I'm her biggest fan. So it was crazy because at the same time we were writing, but we didn't know what we were saying. We didn't have that time, you know, to listen to or or to read what we were writing about, you know. So And it was perfect because what I didn't say, Benito said it. What I told Ile was to write something simple but emotional and to have like a, her voice to sound very old school, but her style. Sí. But I'm telling you, it was like a song that we made in, in one day, you know. And then Truco, I told him, bro, like, I need a beat. It was like that. We didn't sleep like the whole night. Benito wanted to release it in the morning before the first protest. As you and I have talked about before, and as I've mentioned to you before, I think your work most resembles the work of Eduardo Galeano. And this song seems to flow in that tradition with mentions of the history of corruption and greed and very strong statements about this politician's lack of moral character. Even the anger and the frustration of the people. It's a very powerful statement. It was important to have it also as a, as a document of that day. You know, for me, I, I like to document things via songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like moments because you know every song is kind of like a document and it's documenting something but with these particular cases you have that opportunity of documenting like uh, the energy of that moment and how people felt and also I think it's, it's not about being right or wrong it's feelings can't be wrong you know mm-hmm. and it, it was about that you know it was like about feeling something deep inside and and everyone is feeling the same, the same anger. And this is historic. What's happening in Puerto Rico is the first time that I see so many people all together connected by the same fight and with one flag. Like there was only one flag. It's the first time that I go to a protest and I see just 
one flag and it's the Puerto Rican flag. Wow. And that was amazing. When you talk about the song capturing the energy, from my observation as someone who looks at history and looks at music at the same time, it's a unique situation where the song captures the energy, but the song also contributes to the energy as well because you made it free, because it came out so quickly, because it spread so quickly, it also contributed to the energy. And that's within the context of, of Latin American protest music. I think it's the song that is, you know, the way it's, it's written. I think it's the mix of artists that you have there because you have, you have Ile and me that we kind of like politically speaking, we're kind of similar. And Benito is like in that middle. So I think it's, it, it has a balance, you know, in between Benito and me. And then you have a song that angry, but it's, it's maintaining a balance. So that's why I think that people like that. So it's the first time that I put a political song out like that, you know, like angry and people dig it and like it. Like that, you know, like unanimous, unanimously, you yeah. know. Plus, it's it's a unique. It came out at a unique time in Puerto Rican history where people with different, like you said, people with different perspectives, they all are united, and this guy's got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is united for that, and the the great thing about it is that it's not only that we're united, that we want him out, but that it's kind of like an awakening for Puerto Ricans, and it's a new generation, of new kids that are understanding that it's not about being a prostatehood or a colonist. It's not about that. It's about, like, we have to change the system and we have to change what's happening in Puerto Rico. And we, want, we have to start from scratch. Even the, the, the independent party, like the, the, the party who believes in the independence of Puerto Rico, they have to do something because it's not, it's not happening. They have to do something new. That was rapper Residente from the 2019 episode of Alt Latino called Afilando Los Cuchillos Soundtracks Puerto Rico's Social Movement in Real Time. Finally, we turned to the headlines again back in July of 2021 as the citizens of Cuba staged the largest demonstrations in that country's history, challenging the government on social justice and living conditions. Once again, it was a song that became a unifying soundtrack throughout the island and within the Cuban diaspora around the world. Here is my interview with Dr. Aisha Court of Howard University, where we discussed the importance of the Cuban protest anthem, Patria y Vida. Dr. Aisha Court is an Afro-Cuban woman who is a lecturer at Howard University and also studies cultural production in contemporary Cuba. Music, visual arts, literature, film, all cultural expression is a mode of narration. It's a way to talk about your story, who you are, where you're at. And for Cuban artists, it's been a way to explore and how they navigate the realities of Cuban revolutionary life. Dr. Court says in the 1960s, musicians sang the praises not just of the revolution, but also its leaders. This track is called Hasta Que Llegó Fidel, or Until Fidel Arrived, by the vocalist Carlos Puebla. It was recorded in 1961. What you see in the 70s, the Nueva Trova Cubana. You have main artists like Silvio Rodriguez, his album Diaz y Flores from 1975. You know it, everybody knows it, right? Playa Giron is about the Bay of Pigs invasion. Compañeros de historia, tomando en cuenta lo implacable que debe ser la verdad. The 90s, there's an explosion of hip hop. 
the collapse of the Soviet Union and their financial support of Cuba coincided with the arrival of hip-hop on the island. And soon, black Cuban hip-hop artists were using metaphor and innuendo in their flow to express frustration of the so-called special period of Cuban history. One of those bands that rose above the fray and attracted international attention was Orishas, which featured a very young Yotuel Romero. Dr. Court says there is a lesson in all of this history, as well as what's going on in Cuba right now. I think what's so great about this movement and these talks and these issues and these debates that we're having is that this is a song where Cuban voices are recognized, acknowledged, and centered, right? Even as a Cuban American, it's not about us, right? This is a moment for Cuba, for Cubans. We can support, but this is a song that is about the reality on the island. That was from the 2021 Alt-Latino episode, We Excavate Cuba's Rallying Cry, Patria y Vida. Not only did it motivate a movement, but it also won a Latin Grammy last year for Song of the Year, a reflection of the industry's respect for protest music. That edition of the podcast was one of those shows that was put together over a couple of very late nights as we tried to capture the moment. The intent was to capture not just the moment, but also the power of music to reflect that moment or a movement as musicians became the voice of frustration, anger, and hope for change. Thank you so much for listening to Alt Latino this week. We'll have more from our archive in the coming weeks. Please let us know what you think. Look for us on Facebook and Twitter. We are NPR's Alt Latino. And finally, my very special thanks to NPR intern Kat Spasado for producing this week's episode. You have been listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. I'm Felix Contreras. Stay safe and healthy, fam. Be careful out there. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. 
It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.